All right, we'll get right into the questions. Let's start with Daniel Galen. Good evening, James. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. Um, you know, we, we heard Lane ask this question just a bit ago, but from where you stand right now, are you anticipating having op any opt-outs and a you know a, a specific number um at, at this point in the bull process? Yeah, um, that those things really kind of have not been decided. There are ongoing conversations with parents and players and, and those types of things. Um, obviously, we're always trying to create an environment, a situation where we have none, uh, but we'll see how that plays out. Let's go to John Sauber and then Audrey Snyder. Hey, James, how are you? Good, how are you? Doing well. Uh, obviously you hired Andy recently. Um, do you plan on having him coach quarterbacks moving forward? And if not, who's going to be coaching quarterbacks next season? Yeah, that, that hasn't totally, uh, been decided yet. We've had some initial conversations on what we think, um, how we think it'll play out, but, but not at this time to, to make any type of announcement. Let's go to Audrey Snyder and then Greg Pickle. Hey James, thanks for your time. Um, with, with the transfer portal opening uh, tomorrow for undergraduates, what are, are there any areas in particular that you think you guys need to to kind of zero in on or what are maybe some needs that you hope to address via the portal? Yeah, well, the transfer portal is open uh, tomorrow for us and legally, but for a lot of people, it's it's been open for a while, um, uh, which is which is concerning. Uh, but. But, yeah, we'll uh We'll look into its best players available. We're trying to create the most competitive uh, roster that we possibly can. Um, our players understand that. We told them that when we recruited them, whether it's high school players uh, or whether it's transfer portal guys, uh, we just want to create as much competition as we possibly can in the locker room uh, and go from there. But um, you know, that's that's really what we're looking for is best players available and obviously uh guys that are the best fits uh for our locker room and our campus and community let's go to greg pickle and then donnie collins coach thanks for your time you too greg uh when you look at andy kodanecki what was the reason that made him the best fit for you well a couple things he's a guy that i've uh known for a number of years uh, got a ton of respect for what they did at the University of Buffalo, as well as what they did at Kansas, two, two places that can be tough to win at, uh, and they were able to do it. Um, I got a ton of respect for Lance, uh, his head coach. Uh, those two guys have been together for 11 years. Um, did a lot of film study, uh, did a lot of research. Him and Lance had come and visited us a couple of times, so we were able to develop a relationship over a period of time. Uh, 18 years of, of offensive coordinator experience in terms of calling the plays. Uh, and then obviously the data. You know, you look at you look at the data and what they've been able to do with their players and and with their roster. Uh, it's been it's been really good. And then, you know, how I thought he would fit personality wise uh, with our players and staff. Let's go to Donnie Collins and then Corey Geiger. Hi, James. Obviously, it's not the only consideration, but how firmly did he land on your radar after the Buffalo game and 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 uh, 2019 and the performance they had against you guys? 
I mean, obviously that, that, that was a long time ago. Um, it was a small factor, but not really much more than that. Um, you know, to be honest with you, um, you know, that, that wasn't, that wasn't a major factor. It's really what, what they've been able to do and what all the data says and all the other things that, that, you know, that we just discussed, but that was a little bit, but not, but not, not really. Let's go to Corey Geiger and then Rich Garcella. Hi, James. This hey, is six times in eight years you finished in the top 12. Um, so what does that mean to the program? First of all, and you mentioned on the last call about, you know, there was a there was a possibility uh, coming into the year this year. There was a solution for the season that didn't happen, raising it to twelve. Did you did you have any input or insight into into all of that process before the season? No, I guess what I'm saying it's been it's been reported and covered pretty pretty uh, significantly that there was a you know vote between commissioners about you know making when when this would go into um, you know, when this would go into action, the 12 game playoff. So no, that, that I'm just talking about what's, what's already out there. Uh, and then your first question was again, what? Making it uh, this, you've been, you've been in the top 12 now, six out of eight seasons. What does that mean to the program? Yeah. So, you know, again, we have aspirations and expectations to, to do better. Um, but there's also only a very, very small handful of teams in the country that have done what we've done. And I think there's also uh, a cool reality that I think with a win in the Peach Bowl, I think we have a chance to be, I think, the only program in college football to win every New Year's Six Bowl game. So that's something that's that's exciting. And then obviously our first time in the Peach Bowl, um, you know, in terms of of Penn State. So, you know, excited about all those things. And I think there's some pretty cool storylines for you guys to cover uh, specific to Penn State and be excited about. Got time for a few more. Let's go Rich Garcelle and then Tyler Donahue. James, you met with regards to Andy, you mentioned the word – collaborate collaboration many times over the last few weeks um are you why are you convinced that andy will be collaborative when it comes to working with the rest of the staff yeah just just discussions that that we've had you know me and andy've talked gosh i don't know how many times and for for how many hours um and i think one of the things i think was helpful for him uh, as well as for me is felt like we were both being very transparent in what he was looking for and what I thought we needed. And for him to leave a program and a guy that he'd been with for 11 years and had a very, very secure contract, um, you know, he had to feel good about what he was joining and, and I needed to make sure and be thorough uh, in what we were getting. And I think the last two weeks of the season have shown, um, you know, we have a really good staff, you know, obviously on defense and on special teams, but, but on offense. And I thought our co-coordinators and Jay Wan Sider and Ty Howe, as well as the rest of the offensive staff and GAs and analysts did a really good job. I thought, I thought we played really well the last two weeks of the year. So, I wanted to make sure that if we brought somebody in, 
that it was somebody that was going to use those resources, that manpower, um, the, that experience that we had in the Lash building um, and and take advantage of it. And and I also think that's important to to my guys, right? They they want to feel like they have a voice. They want to feel um, like they have a say, um, and that we can tap into their experience and their thoughts as well. So uh, something I thought was really important, and obviously was magnified after the last two weeks, and and watching how we played and how well the staff worked together. Two more questions: Tyler Donahue and then Johnny McGonigal. Thanks again, James and Greg. Um, just going back to Andy real quick, if I can, James. Um, I know you mentioned he's going to be like Manny Diaz, observing a lot. That relationship, though, between an OC and, and the quarterback, it's so unique in the sport. What would you like to see maybe Andy be able to accomplish, understanding they're not being coached with him directly on the practice field during bowl prep, from what we understand, but what would you like to see them accomplish maybe this month of December together? Well, I think a couple things. I think, number one, I, I think Andy, like he did at Kansas, is really going to approach just like the head coach uh, of the offense. And he's had experience really coaching almost every position on offense and coordinating from every position on offense, which I think is also going to allow him to float almost like an NFL coordinator in some way. So, again, we'll see how that plays out obviously the last two weeks uh Danny and o Danny O'Brien and myself um you know we're coaching the quarterbacks and then all the quarterback meetings so um you know we'll, we'll see how that plays out but him developing relationships um and him being able to you know get a feel for our players our strengths our weaknesses get a feel for our staff strengths and weaknesses and for him to see how we operate how we're organized what the culture is like um, and build as many relationships with the players as possible, including the quarterbacks, I think is really important. So this is a valuable time. I thought it was really valuable for how we did it with Manny and allowed, allowed him and us to hit the ground running. And we're going to need to do that again. Last question, Johnny McGonigal. Yeah, James, you, you've talked before you know, in the past about the importance of alignment within the university, within the leadership. Uh, when it came to Andy, uh, how would you describe the hiring process uh, working in conjunction with Pat? Yeah, I think very similar to what, um, you know, most programs across the country that are our level are like. Um, you know, very similar style. I don't know if it was that way in the past, um, but, but, you know, this was, you know, a conversation with me and, and the people on my staff that I use to to gain information and data to kind of help, you know, the process with me, especially the last two weeks of the season when I'm focused on finding a way to beat our last two opponents. Uh, and then, you know, what I'm I'm a communicator in general, as you guys know. So, you know, I kept Pat and Vinny in the loop with what was going on, um, but they were they were great. They were they were supportive. I think we've gotten to know each other very well. I think they understand how I operate, um, how thorough and how detailed we are with the things that we do. Um, very similar to how they operate. So that's 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 worked out well. Um, 
And then once we were, you know, ready to pull the trigger and make a decision, then then they were supportive in the areas that we needed them to be supportive, um, you know, throughout campus and and some of the some of the hoops and and uh, hurdles you have to jump through and over uh, to get those things done and be able to get those things done in a in a short period of time. So, um, I would think I would I would probably describe it that we're operating now at a level. Um, you know, more consistently with the programs that, that we're, you know, we should be competing with.